Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to part two of The Guilty Feminist. So plug in and get ready for the fun. Hello, Glasgow! Are you ready for The Guilty Feminist? Then welcome back to the stage, Deborah Francis White! Was it good? Did you meet anyone you didn't already know? Who did you meet? Did you meet anyone good that you can collaborate with and do feminism with? Yes? Yes, you did? Anyone want to say anything particular? Yes? You met someone in the men's loo? Yep, standard guilty feminist. They seemed nice. Have you plotted anything together? Did you swap numbers? Did you follow them on Insta? Okay, well, the sentiment was there. Well, okay, I'm going to need more than a sentiment. Does anyone have a project they need help with? Uh, Yes, okay, tell me. My friend has a group about bridging the gap in relationships. Okay, your friend has a what, what, what? Where are you? Are you you in the circle? You're in the stalls? Do you just come down the front and, and so I can give you the mic?
I've been told, because it's got very strict on time tonight, I've been told I could do a tight five or a baggy four. So, uh, tell me, hello, what's your name? Rowan. Rowan, and what's your name? Alex. Alex, okay, so turn this way so they can see you. Great, super. So, Rowan and Alex, what, what's your thing? Um, it's a Facebook group called Bridging the Gap, which is about equality at home, like mental and domestic, and in society. Wonderful. <laughs> and what do you need help with? Um, at the moment, it was just a side hobby, but I'm hoping to make it into a career now, so I've been looking for uh, support and funding and ideas for some income. Great. Okay, so you need funding, ideas, and income, and you need some kind of uh, I- infrastructure help, maybe. Yeah. Okay, what's it called? What's the name of the Facebook group? Bridging the Gap. Bridging the Gap, okay. All right, so feminism is not just a feeling, it's an action, Gavin. <laughs> Tell me a feminist thing you've done lately, Gavin. <laughs> Don't say frisbee. Okay, you're good at maths. They need help with money. Um, Can you see any opportunities to do anything with Bridging the Gap, Gavin? He's good, isn't he? He's good. He knows the right thing to say. Lots of men go, not really, if I say something like that. What what could you do, Gavin? You'll find them after the show. Will you, Gavin, or will you disappear into the night like Batman? He'll try your hardest. Does anyone have anything else uh, that they could... Does anyone have any, any way of supporting Bridging the Gap? Anyone, can anyone think of anything? Have you got to go fund me or anything to get this going? Not yet, but if okay. they join the Facebook group, then... Great. Well, we can all do that if we're on Facebook. So whoever's on Facebook, you're allowed to get your phone out now, briefly. And what's the Facebook group? It's just called Bridging the Gap. Yeah. There must be other ones called that, though. So what's the... Is there any way we can find it? A rainbow logo. A rainbow logo. So you're looking for Bridging the Gap with a rainbow logo... And uh, you are... I mean, because otherwise you're just going to, like, sign up to something about people who love the tube or something. Um, uh, seriously. Bridging up Rainbow... Got, like, ten mods. They're going to freak out. <laughs> You've only got ten moderators, so they're going to freak out. Okay, so everyone get your phone out. And uh, if you could... If you, and answer the questions. Yes, yes, you've got the right one there. That's the right one. Excellent. Good. Super. Thank you very much. Anything else very quickly they want to tell us about? Yes, what's yours? <laughs> Not going to do better than that. Uh, what's your name? Violet. Violet. So, Violet, if you were listening at home and you couldn't quite hear that, Violet said, I'm buying some land, I'm starting a big gay commune, and I need gardeners. <laughs> if you, how do they get in touch with you if they want to help garden? You're buying the land yourself for a big gay commune to help other survivors of violence. Okay, this is amazing. How, when is this happening? You signed for the land next month. Where is the land? Near Loch Lomond. This sounds incredible. Okay, could we come and do a guilty feminist live at your big gay commune? You've been living off the land, off-grid, for the last three years. Now it's open for everyone. Come and join. Okay, well, that's really exciting. Is there any way they can follow you on... I know you're off the grid, but is there any way they can get in touch? Instagram, 
Instagram and what's the what's your handle? Sweet Violet Fox at Sweet Violet Fox. Um, if you are interested in supporting, do you need money? You need money. Okay, please follow Sweet Violet Fox and send her money. Gavin, Gavin, if you've got enough money to go to Dublin to take photographs of men playing frisbee, <laughs> got to redirect some that way. Do we have a deal? Excellent. Thank you very much. comedian is not from Glasgow, but she lives in Glasgow. That's right. She's one of your favourites. You saw her earlier with a baby. Now you're going to see her without one. Put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for Josie Long. It's so nice to be here. Also, all I wanted to do was come up and be like, where's the baby? She's currently very upset that I'm not with her. I know, I got her to sleep and I was like, this is going to be so easy. I gave it to Grace, she was just sleeping on Grace. And then I was backstage just talking and then she just looked up, looked at Grace and was like, what's going on here? Also, hi, it's really nice to be here. I'm so excited. Also, just in general, it's really nice to be in Glasgow. You have no idea how fucking great it is. Um, yeah. Also, I'm sucking up, but I can't help myself. I love it so much. I, um, my daughter is four, my older daughter, and um, I'm, like, trying to get her to, like, become Scottish. And um, <laughs> I was playing her, because you, um, you get a CD of, like, free CD, uh, an app of free, <laughs> free, free music for babies from the Scottish government, and part of it is Three Crows. And I was singing to her, and she started singing, Three crows sat upon a wall, sat upon... And I was like, we're in trouble. We're in real trouble here. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, it's, I'm a bit of a shambles because, like, I haven't been gigging much because I just had the baby. And also, you remember the pandemic. And uh, I'm, like, excited. But I, I don't know about you. For the pandemic, for me, I just decided... Like, I did it in body, but I didn't do the lockdowns in spirit. <laughs> what I did was, I borrowed my boyfriend's big dressing gown, and I wore a gold chain. <laughs> I said to myself, I'm not in lockdown. I'm a mob boss under house arrest. <laughs> I'm, not in I'm going out to my pool, and I have a pool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what socialist comedy gets you, a fucking pool. Um, no, I wish, I wish. I've, I've been t- trying to get all the clothes to pull together. No, they're not into it. Um, I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, for me, the pandemic has really answered the question, what will I look like in ten years' time? <laughs> like a witch overheard, they were like, I'll show you, I'll show you now from stress. Like, oh, no. Um, yeah and it's exciting like this is like my second gig back after having a baby which is thank you it's the second one no one gives a shit it's the second one no one gives a shit at all oh my god the first one everyone's so nice to you the first one I was like don't worry it does get easier don't except the worst cunts alive who are like oh you think this is hard driving a teenager (laughs) scum right but everyone else is like don't worry it does get easy. <laughs> Listen, I've done the washing up. Okay? I've done the washing up, okay? 
I couldn't get Cecia right. Listen, okay? Listen, okay? I've done the washing up. There's a lasagna in the fridge, okay? It gets easier. There's a lasagna in the fridge. There's another one in the bath, okay? There's seven lasagnas hidden around the house. It's a treasure hunt. It gets easier. Second time round, they're just like, what? Yeah, you have babies. We know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to say as well, like, if you managed to achieve anything over the past few years with the pandemic, like, if you've written a novel or you, like, fucking learnt a language or you've, like, run a marathon, I'm so proud of you. But at the same time, you're a scab. <laughs> you're a fucking scab. How dare you? How dare you? You think you're too good to languish, huh? Oh, I'm too good to languish with the rest of humanity. How dare you, scab? Scabber. Do you want to read my novel? No. No, I don't. I don't want to read a novel written by someone who has no empathy for human suffering. I, I, I also, I've had to write everything on my hand because I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Help! Um, <laughs> this is a funny one. I interrupt myself as well. And uh, I recently found out um, I have ADHD, which is a surprise to no one. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, that's disproportionate, isn't it? <laughs> That's good. Hello. Um, let's interrupt each other later. <laughs> Have a good time. Um, yeah. I. So there's that coming on. But um, I'll just double check that. Yeah, I, I'm so fucking thrilled to move to Scotland. Like, you have no idea. I am from Kent, the worst part of England. Like, to go from Kent to Glasgow, it's, it's, the glow-up is real. I cannot believe it. I'm, like, walking around like, everyone's so friendly. And um, here's the thing. When I had my baby, I had my baby in Glasgow. Yeah. I'm so excited. Thank you. Oh, my God. And as you saw, I don't know if you saw, she has bright red hair. Anointed by Saint Mungo himself. <laughs> Fucking anointed. I love it. I love it so much. And here's the thing. I applied for the baby box scheme. Yeah, you, you guys know about the baby box scheme. If you don't, it's so lovely. Like, when you have a baby for free, the government sends you this box... That's it. No, there's in like a box full of gear. And it's good gear. It's everything you need. It's like a little finger thermometer for the bath. It's fucking everything you need. And I just was so overwhelmed when I got it because I feel like this was the first time ever. And this is not to say that I wholeheartedly support the government with no reserves, but it's the first time in my life where the government did something nice to me. <laughs> I was just like, the government did a nice the government sent me a poem. <laughs> I love a poem. The government sent me a poem. It's so beautiful up here. And here's the thing. When I told my family down in England, they were like, free. <laughs> free? What's the catch? What's the fucking catch? Like, they couldn't imagine there would be something nice. Like, fruit, what's the fucking catch? Like, Nicola Sturgeon's like, oh, yes, you can have the box in return for the child. <laughs> no. Oh, yes, keep the box. I've got the child. No, not now. In 18 years, she prick her finger on a spindle. <laughs> nation of independent sleeping beauties. Prick the finger. The finger votes yes and then gone. Like, no, none of them. Like, but, like, my, um, 
Uh, yeah, the, and here's the thing. So I have two kids, and my partner's surname's Donahoe, and my surname's Long. And what we did for our kids' surname is we took half of my name, half of his. So our kids' surname is London, and I love it so much. Like, London's pretty fucking cool, London. And um, when I told my mum we'd done that, she went, well, that's illegal. <laughs> I was like, no, we did it at the town hall. Well, they've broken the law. I'm like... Right, that is Kent for you. Well, you can't have anything nice, and if it's not illegal, it fucking should be. Like, <laughs> anyway, thanks for having me. It's so nice to see you all. Thank you so much. Jersey love, everybody! Yeah, I'm enjoying this on the sofa. Thank you. That was brilliant. Thanks. Absolutely brilliant. Please welcome back to the stage the incredible Kima Bob. Josie, I was taught by the audience earlier the difference between saying I'm from Glasgow and I live in Glasgow and there was a very clear demarcation. Even if you live 10 minutes outside Glasgow, you're not from Glasgow. Oh, yeah, I've got a friend from Clyde Bank and I was like, oh, yeah, oh it's a beautiful town, Solidarity Plaza. But um, whenever I say to him, oh, yeah, we're all from Glasgow, he's like, Western Bartonshire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you... I'm not from Glasgow, but you live in Glasgow. I stay in Glasgow. But, but you... <laughs> yeah. You're fortunate enough to be allowed to reside in Glasgow. <laughs> but your children are from Glasgow. Uh, not, not the big one. Oh, the big one's from... <laughs> she moved here when she was two. Oh, God, well, no, we've got to throw it to the crowd, because they're the Glaswegians. If you moved here when you were two, how, what, at what age will she be able to say she's from Glasgow? Never, I'm hearing. <laughs> Never. When she was two, she can't remember it. When she's like 80 years old, she's been Glasgow all her life. Josie will never have let her, allowed her out of the surrounds. <laughs> She'll only be allowed to... She won't be allowed to go to Edinburgh. She's confined to Glasgow. To Glasgow. She's an 85-year-old lady. She's got a strong Glasgow accent. Is she from Glasgow? <laughs> OK, great. What if she goes to university in Edinburgh? No, all right. So, I mean, oh if she gets gosh. the grades to go to Edinburgh, I mean, we're going to be somewhat surprised. I mean, both her parents have some very intense ADHD. It's like, it's like, Didn't you go to Oxford, though? Yeah, yeah but, you know. <laughs> Do not buy this self-deprecating act. She's a... She's a, 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 so a your, both your children have genius parents. I say both your children as if one of them is fathered by someone who was a Johnny. <laughs> That I know of. That's like you're being like, oh, all my boyfriends are hideous. And it's like, didn't you just break up with John Ham? <laughs> yeah. God, I would fucking love if I'd been out with John Ham. Uh, do you know if I'd been out with John Ham, all my stand up shows would be called, also I went out with John Ham. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely. Say you did. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's in, in, isn't it in libel? He has to prove I didn't. OK. That might be true in Scotland. Well, I don't want you to go to jail. You've got children to raise. And <laughs> I don't think John Hamm is going to come after Josie Long. He seems like a nice guy. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to defend... I, people know he's my fave, so I don't want to defend him out of hand when I've never met the man. But I believe he would find it amusing and whimsical if you said that. In fact, yeah. I, he once made me a little video for something I was doing... I never got to meet him or anything, but that's true. I've never told anyone that before because that's something I keep for my pleasure, my own time. But, um, okay. But it wasn't that kind of video, but how do you know it wasn't? Anyway, I think he would say whimsical. I think he would say it's adorable and whimsical, and he'd probably 
if he was asked in the press, he'd back her up and go, yeah, I did. We, we dated yeah. for five years. Well, yeah, why not? Can we say that, like, we didn't quite get together, Yeah, but, but you we hold both... each other in a very yeah, high special space. place. So what we need to do mutual is... Vibes. Yeah, mutual vibes. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to get John Hamm to say uh, that you turned him down. Yeah. The, the problem here is that that would never happen. It's fun. Hmm? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Yeah. This is the support you get from the sisterhood in Scotland. Yeah! This is the support you get from the sisterhood in Scotland. It is better. We were discussing it backstage. We were discussing April. Can you just tell me where I follow you again? Because I was trying to find it backstage and I couldn't. April of the commune. Violet, that's why I couldn't find it. This is Ella Fitzgerald all over again. (laughs) The name is not April. No, it's Violet. Okay. No, honestly, it is... I am named dyslexic, honestly. I'm, I can remember everything else, but if you tell me a name, I'll flip it. It is... I swear, I need to go and have my brain seen under an MRI machine. It, it names and faces both. I struggle. Um, I just love that, like, the opposite of April is obviously Violet. Well, in my head, that's the kind of flip that can happen. So it's Sweet Violet... Uh, underscore. Your, sweet. Wait, is your last name Fox? Fox. Oh my god. <laughs> underscore my sweet mom's Fox. last okay. name is Fox, and I was almost Kima Fox, which <gasps> is kind of sexy. <laughs> Kima Fox yeah, is not? really sexy. I'll reclaim it. Yeah. yeah. But Kima Bob's got a very cool ring too. So it's underscore sweet Violet Fox. Okay. Because it's like a constant rebellion in Scotland, isn't it? Mm. Like. How long before you're going to go independent? I I think you're you're asking the wrong person here, but like, this is what's hilarious is like, I would be so into it, but I don't want to tell people because I don't want them to think I just showed up and now I'm here. I'm like, quick! (laughs) Let's go! Like, I feel like I don't have a right. Yeah, because your campaign will be pull up the ladder jack, really. I don't want to be like that. Yeah, at the same time. Well, listen. It's a divisive issue. Yeah. But yeah, one of your babies is from Glasgow. And if you have more babies, more babies will be from Glasgow. My husband has a rule so that we don't become crazy cat people. And it is this. You cannot have more cats than adults in any house. So once you've got more cats than grown-ups, it's, it's over. It's all downhill. He has other rules too, like the cats can only have one name. They can... Like, you, you, your cat can be called Toast, but it can't be called Toast Whiskers. Do you know what I mean? It can't be, t- can't be called Mrs. Oh, Tiggy Winkle. It's so great. good if they have like a very sort of normal name, like Paul what? Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like... Paul? <laughs> Paul Henderson? <laughs> I told you to stop peeing on my scarves. <laughs> exactly. yeah. One of our cats is called Seymour, and the other one's called Audrey, and the third one's yeah. called Toast. Um, and uh, the only reason we're allowed three cats is because Steve's there. Yeah. Um, but Steve's now got another cat called Damascus, so we've broken the crazy cat rule. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's... I look forward to moving in and meowing. <laughs> oh, yes. You, if you moved I'll in, Kima... I'll be the fifth cat. No, I'm going to be a cat. No. I'm not going <laughs> to add to your people ratio. I'm going to be a cat. I mean, if you wore that suit, you could be a leopard. Yeah, I'm dressed like a cat right now. It'll be so fun. It's oh, to shit in a box. It sounds a bit, it sounds a bit kinky, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, but listen, to shit it's, in a box. It turns more like a commune every day. Listen, We're sweet violet, like please feel free to come and use it as your London commune. Um, we should bring on our guest. It's um, true. It's a great guest. Okay. 
Do you disagree? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello, Guilty Feminists. This is Deborah, and we are at the Edinburgh Festival. On the 25th of August, my co-host is Celia A.B., my guests are Cordelia Stevenson, Jake Wakeley, Josie Underwood, with music act Jess Robinson. On the 26th of August, my co-host is Jessica Foster Q. Our guest is Sakisa, and our music act is Grace Petrie. On the 27th of August, my co-host is Sindhu V. My guest is Rosie Holt, and the music act is Flo and Joan. On the 28th of August, my co-host is Alison Spittle. My guest is Jambi McGrath, and the music act is Grace Petrie. Get your tickets now for The Guilty Feminist at the Edinburgh Fringe before they all sell out. We're at the Gilded Balloon TV at every day at 2pm from the 25th to the 28th of August. And now back to the podcast. Our guest today is a local activist of Pakistani heritage and she's from Glasgow. Fiercely protective of her community in Pollock Shields. And that community is Scottish, Pakistani and everything in between. Uh, she's the project manager for a space called the Bowling Green. She's one of six people who were celebrated at Scotland's People of 2021 for helping 15 families displaced in a fire. Uh, she was featured in Linda McCartney's Foundation for Grow Your Own Project and uh, so many more other things. If I read out any more about her, it's going to sound like she's died and this is her obituary. Uh, but she's just generally incredible. Put your hands together and make incredible welcoming noises for Tabasam Niamat. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, For those of you listening at home, her outfit is gorgeous. Thank you. It's really glorious. Yeah, it's chic and sparkly. Do you know what it reminds me of? You know the Marilyn Monroe dress that Kim Kardashian shouldn't have worn but did? Mm. And people are up in arms because she basically ruined that Happy Birthday Mr. President dress, um, which we were all using. And are you wearing it now? Because it's very similar. <laughs> very, very similar. Um, 
Now, Tab, you were introduced to us by Josie because you're doing a wonderful thing and many wonderful things. Josie, can yeah. you tell us or, or ask what? Tab more about what she's doing? Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, I know of you loads because you're very famous in like our local community. And like I love... So just like one, one of many things, like the Bowling Green is just this... It's sort of... Well, yeah, when I first saw it, I was like... The Bowling Green is like, it's a community garden, but it's a community space in like the like deepest sense of the word. Like it's every part of the community uses it, owns it. It's and it's just fucking great to be in because it's got um it's got that feeling that it's built by the people that use it and it's owned by mm. the people that use it. By as the well. people for the people. Yeah. Vibes. And and also like what's amazing about it as well is that like you're walking down a road and like on one side there's like cash and carry and to be fair there are allotments by there but it's quite like big cash and carry supermarkets like quite a big road around it then when you go in it you've got this space that is beautiful full of like not just creativity but kind of built creativity that people like love and tend and then you have like a whole place where food is being grown but anyone gets to tend to it and to eat it and to be a part of it. And now oh there's no, chickens as well. Oh no, I would fuck it up. I would ruin the whole garden. <laughs> I oh, overwater. Mate. There's a gardening club, Don't me and my me daughter. Don't let me in, Tab. You're coming. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> but like, yeah, but me and my daughter sort of go and she just tries to steal all the food she can eat. But <laughs> it's like just the, the best kind of community space because it's like really, really rooted in the community mm. and it benefits everyone. And I love it so much, and I love what you did. But like, um, Tab, can that was too long a speech as well. But you've also like just been involved in so much, and you were around like last year at the kind of incredibly important um, moment in Kenmuir Street when people stood up and yeah. And again, the whole community came together. Like it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced and witnessed. Is that like the whole community came out to look after each other. And for me personally, having moved there, like. Eight months before or something, to be like, it's such a privilege to get to live in this community and to mm. be a part of it. And that's what I feel. Anyway, that was a long Ta- introduction. Tab, <laughs> Tab, can you tell us uh, what happened? That So we've got listeners all around the globe who won't have heard this story. Okay. What, what happened that Josie's referring to here? So this was um, May 13th last year. Eid day and again it just seems like I'm always overdressed so I probably was <laughs> one of those very glamorous looking protesters they're probably thinking well she's dressed up for the occasion I wasn't it was Eid it was our Christmas that's why I was dressed up um, everyone had their masks but I thought I've got my makeup on let's just just take it just take it <laughs> anyway um, it was two of our neighbours Lakvir and Sumit and the kind of network that we have in Pollock Shields, most of, our, most of us are associated with some activist group or, or other, or even through my work. You, know, you hear things, you know things. We all receive texts. And I thought, right, I've got all my cooking out of the way. I don't have to do anything. I'll just go. Maybe it'll take an hour, it'll take two. And we just Wait, turned you up. Got, you got a text? Yeah, Wait, yeah. but you got a text that said that people were uh, being, like, it was. This is how the network... This is how the network started. It was everybody that was, like, on these groups and everything. Everyone got a text saying someone has seen an immigration van. And when I, when I turned up, there was five people there already and van man had already placed himself under the van. 
So wow. there was an immigration van that showed yeah. up to a neighborhood yeah. on the, the like easy. awesome celebratory yes. day yes. to try to snatch people up. Yep. And you go stop them from taking the people away. Yep. How did you stop Incredible. the van? I sat behind the van. And then other people sat in front of the van. <laughs> and other people sat beside the yeah. Oh, man. So, so the neighbours on the WhatsApp group surrounded the van so the van couldn't pull out. And it was an immigration van and they were trying to take people away. Away, yeah. And think, you just said no. Sorry, I really want to make a point, which is that I think Glasgow in particular, because it, it is the city it is, there are networks of people that for 10 years, for as long as they've been around, have been building up, like, like you were saying, like activist yeah. groups, like the anti-rage network. It's like people who've put in the hard work for decades. Mm. And so like, they were on it because they're like primed to be on it and they're ready and they're like... Yeah, everyone kind of links up and knows each other, and it's really exciting and impressive. Yeah, and also, I want really. to say, I was there very near the start, and it's because I was dropping my daughter off at her nursery, and then I stopped off to get a little coffee and a little bougie pastry, and I was walking along, and then my friend who lives outside where the van was texted me, and I was like, yeah, I'll come along, and I just looked like the biggest prick to be like, hi, guys, yeah, just got just You're got not going laughter. anywhere there with anyone. Is that why? So you, you came along in a red carpet outfit, and you came along with a, with a caramel macchiato. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying all, all parts of the community showed yeah. up. Yeah. Listen, we need, we need it all, totally. And you sat around the van, and the van couldn't pull out without running people over. And so eventually, what happened? First it was dozens, then it was hundreds, and then there was more. And um, just as many people that were there, that's how many police were there. We were all being updated, um, all getting WhatsApp messages. There were mounted police officers you know, on horses and their dogs and um, someone sent a picture of 60 police officers hiding around the corner waiting to charge wow. Wow. it was quite intense they uh, love to judge mm, yeah. it was almost like someone's milkshake was bringing the boys to the yard yeah <laughs> <laughs> felt that way mm. wow. <laughs> so uh, in the end did they let the people out of the van that they were trying to take away they had to this was, this was a standoff that we weren't going to back down. We weren't going to back down. So if you imagine that most of us there were from 9.30am, that's the time that I was there. It wasn't until 6pm then when we walked Lugvir and Sumit to our local mosque mm. and the police just had to part. It was like the parting of the Red Sea. Wow. We just went through and, yeah, we escorted well, them to the mosque. I love it. I love direct action. And since then, they've not come back and tried to do that again? Or they have? Not in Polk Shields. <laughs> not in Polk Shields. Yeah, not on my block, she said. <laughs> They're true. true. Kemmier Street 3. Kemmier Street 3. So if you, there's a petition on for them as well. And that's, what happened? I guess, um, so even though this was a very peaceful protest... The police, um, in their wisdom, still arrested three of our local residents. And again, um, one of the one of the arrestees was a single mother, and they broke her fingers. But she's being charged for assault. Uh, yeah. So there's a petition. If you could sign it, we're still hoping Police Scotland would maybe retract and um, let them go. But we don't how, know. How do we find that petition? It's online. Um, again, on all those social media pages. If you go on to 
even our pages in the Isle of Pollockshules, Pollockshules together, there we're sharing all this information. Okay, great. And we can put that, if you let us have a link, we'll put that on the show notes. Oh for my gosh, Pollockshules. 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 Not spelled like I thought. <laughs> it would be spelt differently in Texas. I think so. I don't think we spell it at all. We'd just be like that place. You know, don't ever spell Pollock Shields with a C. I cannot tell you what happens to people who spell Pollock Shields with a C. Then I never intended I'll tell to, you ma'am. What, if, if they spell it with a C, they're not from Pollock Shields. Huh. They huh. might be That's in sure. Pollock Shields, but they're not from. Um, and could you please just tell us how you came up with the Bowling Green? Like, I, I think lots of people outside this area may not know what the Bowling Green is, and they might assume it's a Bowling Green. It's not. <laughs> what is it? So in a previous life, it was a Bowling Green. Just, you could imagine all those people in their immaculate white uniforms and doing the bowls. Mm-hmm. You were never going to see people like me, and especially people dressed like this. But now, if you were to visit us, it's you can imagine what we feel like is any country, any city. could be Pakistan, could be in Kenya, could be anywhere. And the people that we have that visit us in the Bowling Green as well, as soon as they come through those gates, it's like they're this hug, mm. this, this, this mm. energy. that, And it's, it's, it's come about with all the people that have stepped through those gates. Everybody leaves something. Everybody takes away something. And... I guess all of us that have worked there, what we want to see outside in the world, we're creating there in this very little spot. So it's a, it's a community centre and it's a place where you can grow vegetables, you can grow flowers, you can meet your friends, you can have barbecues, you can Everything. do whatever it is. Is it all outdoors? It's all outdoors. Because it is, if you don't mind me saying, Scotland. <laughs> I, I don't mind you saying, where's it's our summer? Tent. I want to know where's our summer. I I'm, I'm feel really cheated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, it was the hottest. It was so hot, and then we came to Glasgow, and I got caught in a wind tunnel, and I hadn't brought a cardigan. I had to go and buy a cardigan. The reason I bought this dress from Ella Fitzgerald is, um, is I uh, I was really in a very light summer dress, and so this the community centre is sounds amazing, but you have to wear layers, I reckon. Yeah, lots of thermal layers, especially in but winter. Can I ask, like, how did it happen? Because it used to be a bowling green for, I'm guessing, like, posh people or something. Yeah, middle-class people. Yeah. What is, I don't know, bowling, like, with the, the pins? Um, uh, do you know what? It was, it was founded in 1850, like I read. Balls. <laughs> like, just long balls? balls. Long yeah, yeah. balls. Like, what are you, you know, rolling like, them towards? It's like the love of old men. So you're rolling you, them towards you, the grave. You grave. know when older men... I don't know, do they not do this in America? It's like old men, and sometimes women as well, are dressed in white, and they, oh, they roll one ball towards another, and if they, they kiss... It's like ball. You it's just, like ball. Oh, ball you, make the balls, uh, you make the balls touch. Yes. <laughs> But when you say it, it sounds dirty. Well, <laughs> um, wait. So you you hit a ball. This is a much more important conversation than this. But you hit a ball with another ball, and then it goes further. Yeah, something like that. And they like were that. just doing it's, this for fun. Yes. Imagine yeah. curling, but it's on grass. But it's and on, yeah, and it's just balls. Okay. It's, it's, well, listen. And if you listen, if you're listening at home and you love balls and you think it's a brilliant sport and it's amazing and there are loads of women do it, and then no the, the DM me and I'll show you some other cool shit. <laughs> 
You need your life saved. I'm sure um, there's plenty of listeners who love it and do it. But this particular Bowling Green, you didn't. It was already closed down. It closed down of its own accord in 2011. It was derelict. Because it's there a was, horrible activity. No, no. There was people love it. That's a lot of elderly people get. That's how they get their exercise, and we're thrilled for them. However, this was closed down. So it was derelict. No one was doing anything on it. It was all overrun. It was like the Adams family. Oh no, it's all run over. It's just this wasted land. And you come along and go wasted no longer. Let's fix it up and let's make it into something wonderful for the community. So it was sick. Myself and a lot of people in Polk Shields that had a vision that we need green space. We're quite a dense populated area and we don't, we don't have access to those things. And when you think of the demographic, there's a lot of South Asians in our community. There's people that have issues with mobility. They're not going to go, you know, if they don't have cars, access cars, where do they go? So you've got this space. Granted, it looks like a zombie apocalypse, but, <laughs> but there's a vision there, and all we needed was to just get our foot in the door. That's it, literally through the gates. As soon as we stepped in there, it just started the passion that we all had. And like as I'd mentioned before, every person that comes in there, they buy into that dream. It's not something we're selling. They just feel it. They know, yeah. they know that it's going towards this bigger picture, this thing that we're trying to do, is connect people on on a very basic human level because there's so many things that are thrown at us that are like you're too different you know there's mm-hmm. there's splits throughout van society yeah. Up. yeah van showing up yeah it's like let's yeah. send you back home you know yeah. yeah exactly so for us it's been day, every single day that space it just grows and it's Wonderful. growing in everyone's heart as well that's so cool Wonderful. <laughs> and Josie were you at the Festival of Resistance? Yeah, it was, it was literally on my street. It was the most convenient act of political <laughs> engagement I've ever had in my life. The Festival of Resistance was a, marked the one year of the protest of the immigration van where yeah. they had to go away. So one year later, you've rubbed that into the police. You've yeah, rubbed salt into the wound. We did. In the Festival of Resistance. Where did you go? Did you have fun? Of course. I took my daughters. I had a great time. And also, like, it was so good for finding out about loads of different community organisations like there was loads of representations so you could like take loads of flyers meet right. people and like yeah it's just really great and like again it's I mean it's pathetic but like for me personally it's like it's Glasgow being like of course I am everything you hoped and I'm like yes, <laughs> yes it's the most wonderful, really wonderful place but yeah it's, it was beautiful I mean you were really I know you were born in Kent but you were really you're made of Glasgow stuff you started Arts Emergency <laughs> Yeah, and which that. is a very Scottish thing. Well, it doesn't uh, operate in Scotland, but yeah, in its yeah. heart. <laughs> it's, but it's, but it, you started in England because we needed it in England. But yeah. I'm sure it will come. I, I'm sure it will extend to Scotland at some yeah, point. Yeah, I would hope so. It's like um, gradually. Building. Can you tell us about Arts Emergency? Yeah, um, uh, Arts Emergency is an organisation which um, seeks to um, support and empower and embolden young people who don't come from any privilege um, to go into the arts, go into the humanities, become artists, have the lives that they would like to have. And it fights back against, like, the last 12 years of conservative rule that's, like, dismantled funding for arts education, made it harder and harder for people to access the arts, made it harder and harder for people who don't come from vast privilege to, like, become artists and stuff like that. And Mm. so, um, thank you. And also, like... But, like, when we first were talking about it in kind of 2010, when we first tried, started trying to make it, like, 
I remember us saying, like, well, what they're doing now is going to mean that lots of arts courses are shut down, that mm. course that universities reframed as kind of a financial transaction, that, um, and basically all this stuff is now coming to pass and it's really bleak. But what is really wonderful is we started in our pilot year with nine young people, uh, that was uh, uh, nine years ago. Uh, now what's amazing is those people are now, like, working, living in the arts like those people mm. are doing what they wanted you, we see them they feed back in and they're and mentoring like, the next generation yeah and now it's like thousands of young people and obviously like I'm really not very heavily involved anymore because I have no useful skills for the project like my only useful skill is like I'm not shy to do public speaking <laughs> and they're like that's fine we don't need that anymore but I'm I am still like you know, it's still my baby and I'm still so proud of it. And well, like, it's such a wonderful thing to have, yeah. have built. Um, do you need money for Arts Emergency? Always. Please. Um, please, you can go to arts-emergency slash donate. Uh, and please and do. Slash and you need what? Men- and you, you just donate. Oh. And do you need mentors as well, don't you? Yeah, People always in the need arts. mentors. So basically, we have a thing called the Alternative... We have two things. We have the Alternative Old Boys Network, which I think they're changing the name of because I think... Like, even that sounds a bit outdated, but mm. we have this network of thousands and thousands of people who have some sort of cultural uh, privilege that they've created or earned for themselves that they can pass back on and, and be useful to younger people. But on top of that, we have mental pairs in... I can't even keep up with how many parts of England, but many, and they, uh, they're people you can train to mentor a young person. You can then mentor people year on year. But also, we like it to be that people don't just come into someone's life, tick a box and leave. Like, mm. what we like is that people kind of really do look out for people Find for, chemistry. for the long term. And for sure. Yeah, and I've really seen that with people. Like, people make long connections with people and, and keep kind of stepping in to see what they can do. It's a wonderful thing. Thanks. Is so, there yeah. anything we can help you with, Tab? What can we give you, help you with? What can Gavin do for you? <laughs> do you know, I was really interested. I was caught up in Gavin's story. I really am. <laughs> I can't see him from here, but um, I guess Gavin could donate some money to us as well. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean Gavin, made the trip here. Gavin tonight. Gavin's, Gavin's donating in every single direction. Gavin, thank you for buying a ticket and schlepping all this way to come and see us and uh, being such a good sport, but also give Tab some money. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where can we donate to what you're doing? So if you follow our pages, uh, the Bowling Green Pollock Shields on Facebook and Instagram. P-O-L-L-O-K, <laughs> no space, H-S-H-I-E-L-D-S, okay? Yeah. I'm just saying. There will be a PayPal up there soon. <laughs> nice. And so we can donate. Is there any way people can get involved? But even just your time. Just your time and energy. If you are happening to pass by Pollock Shields, I invite you, honestly, please. My uh, philosophy is if our gates are open, you're welcome. Wonderful. That's, yeah. that's it. And, and could you give some advice to listeners who are listening in other parts of the world? How do they go about starting a space like that? A lot of passion and a lot of grit. There's going to be a lot of hard work, but if you get started on it and people watch you as well, they're invested. It's, it's not a simple case of, you know, someone has this bright idea, let's take the space, and then they take a step back. You have to believe in what you're doing as well. So I have spent hours. People say you might as well just have a bed in there. No one sees me out with the Bowling Green, or, in fact, some of the kids who don't know my name just go, Bowling Green, Bowling Green. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of passion. Lots of passion, lots of hard work. And if you could 
if people buy into what you're doing as well, if they, if they believe the vision that you have and they want to be part of it, it'll happen. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, and I'd also say, like, for me, the first step is allow yourself to believe it's possible. Mm. Because, like, I do, like, slag off Kent, and I don't believe... Like, there's so much exciting stuff going on in Kent as well, and loads of brilliant people who are activists and stuff like that. But for me, the mindset that sort of felt a bit overwhelming was people kind of going, like, you've got to live in the real world, Mm. and in the real world nothing happens and you shouldn't be thinking like this and there are rules you have to follow mm-hmm. and actually if you allow yourself yeah. to believe something better and something more radical is possible that's the first step and then once you're doing it you can be like we're already doing it so so even going? if your mum says it's legal yeah doesn't matter have done it done it too late it's much easier to get forgiveness than permission um, so I hope that you are inspired by both Tab and Josie and <laughs> what they're doing it's it's really been phenomenal to have you on the show and a real pleasure and a real privilege I feel very inspired and I love that you bring so much joy um, both of you bring joy to your activism and to your community building um, now uh, I just realised something it's Arts Emergency's ninth birthday and they've got a campaign asking people to donate £9 but I'd forgotten uh, so yeah. that's what you can do so donate £9 to Arts Emergency if you've got it that would be great if you haven't got it 90p would be better than no money at all um, uh, so listen we are almost at the end of our show we've got a big musical finish but um, what we have to do now is allow Josie to go and take the baby from Grace so Josie Long everybody now Grace is minding the baby this is feminism in action out the back Uh, so Grace has got to unstrap herself from a baby and strap on a guitar so while she does that could I just say could we have a big big round of applause for Alison Spittle Celia AB Josie Long Kima Bob Tab and just to say Glasgow uh, except for the big birthday show at Hammersmith Apollo in London on the 1st of October this is our last show and you've really brought it you have absolutely brought a rock concert to a podcast recording thank you so much can I say a big round of applause and a big thank you to everyone who spoke tonight um, including uh, April, not Violet, not April. <laughs> including Violet. Don't forget to follow Violet. Don't forget to follow uh, Bridging the Gap. Um, and let's have a big round of applause for Gavin. It's important that we do. Um, I can hear Grace tuning up. Does that mean she's ready? Then, in that case, to close the show, please welcome back to the stage Grace Petrie! <laughs> Hi guys. Well, uh, basically a few years ago I was, uh, so I was dating someone and it didn't work out. I'm fine now. Um, I met a lovely bisexual girl from Norwich, I'm fine. Um, but I was, uh, I was dating someone and it didn't work out and like, it was one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I, it, it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go and like, I sort of never really got like, you know, an answer about what went wrong really and... And it was one of those things that I was like, you know, I was like working, working through my pain. I was like talking to my friends about it in the pub and I was like talking to my friends about it on nights out and I was like talking to my friends about it all the fucking time. And my, I started to realise my friends were pretty fucking sick of hearing about it. And my friends were a bit like, yeah, you know, move the fuck on, do you know what I mean? Um, 
around about the time, I've got two little nieces, and around about this time, I was, I was spending a lot of time with them, and they were very, at the time, they were very, very into Frozen. And uh, yes, I'm glad we've got some Frozen fans in. The original <laughs> feminist text. Uh, and, uh, and anyway, I, was, uh, I, I, found, I found what I needed to hear lurking in the script of Frozen. Um, and I wrote this song about it. It's called Princess Elsa Blues. And I guess this. what they've done with the lighting (laughs) well last night in the pub I realised I was being tolerated not enjoyed I saw it there reflected in friends eyes I've become the kind of person I avoid well I woke up feeling rough and wondering when my needle got stuck on a groove called you as I reached for Alka-Seltzer, the wisdom of Elsa came to me And now I know what I must do Because uh, living without you, I've gotten pretty good Just need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened But I guess I'll never know I don't need to go to a palace made of snow I just need to let it go Epiphanies can come from anywhere From the sunrise all the verses of Shakespeare But it wasn't Sylvia Plath or Nietzsche That turned out to be my teacher It was Disney had the words I had to hear Because of living without you I've gotten pretty good Just need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened I'll never know I don't need to go To a palace made of snow I just need to let it go Let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go, let it go Turn away and slam the door And all those times I just wouldn't be told Well now I've finally broke out this chokehold And all the times, all the times you were cold Never bothered me anyway Need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened But I guess I'll never know I don't need to go To a palace made of snow I just need to let it go I just need to let it go I just need to let it go Thank you very much you have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis-White, guest co-host Kima Bob, and my very special guests, Josie Long and Tabasan Niamat, with music from Grace Petrie. The Guilty Feminist theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge and produced by Nick Sheldon. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for The Spontaneity Shop was Thomas Linsky. Thanks to Rachel Craft, Magina DCS, Stuart Arnold, and everyone at the Glasgow Pavilion, as well as all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. So it's, I got the name wrong. It's uh, what you meant to say was April. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not got, cut, Tom, cut all of this out of the podcast, seriously.
Cut, 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 cut. Tom's like laughing and going as if any of this is in. Um, <laughs> as if anything you've said tonight, Deborah, is in. Um, but yeah, one of your babies is from The Guilty Feminist is provided exclusively from ACAST. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com